We welcome in now Mark Malusis from WFAN. Mark, how you doing, man? What's going on, guys? How are you? Happy Friday night. What's cooking? Happy Friday night. What's cooking is your Brooklyn Nets are getting cooked. They got cooked against the Milwaukee Bucks. Jesus. On, what, on good, welcome to the show. What the <laughs> heck? He knows what it all is. He's an he, FAN. Goodness he knows what gracious. It is. Make sure he comes back, why don't you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, what's cooking? Everything that you support sucks. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I think that they're the, the, the legit title favorites, right, coming out of the East. Do you feel like... Anything has changed in that regard, given the way that the first night went? I know it's an overreaction, but Patty Mills was nine for nine from three. They still lost by 23. Um, That's part one. And part two, would you look for them to get right against Philly tonight? Yeah, I probably would. Um, You know, against the Sixers tonight, I know that, you know, Philadelphia is dealing with their drama and Ben Simmons. My, My opinion of Brooklyn really hasn't changed. I think they are. You know, the deserved favorite. Yeah. I think when you have two of the top five players in the entire world in, in Durant and Harden, and we'll see when Kyrie Irving, if and when he does rejoin this team, I think eventually he will, uh, but it's going to be on his time. You know, and I know they look terrible against the Brooklyn Nets. The, the biggest thing is you mentioned Patty Mills going nine for nine when Steve Nash is talking about the effort of the team opening night. You know, Milwaukee, Milwaukee's getting their championship rings. You can make an argument, it's a buzzsaw, but. You know, I'm really not going to judge this team and overreact to this team if they stay healthy. And they're going to win a, a lot of games in the regular season. Um, I think they're going to win their division, obviously. If they're healthy come playoff time, I don't even think they need home court advantage to be able to get through the Eastern Conference. I really don't. And let's be honest, I mean, if Kevin Durant was wearing a sneaker size a little bit smaller yep. last year against Milwaukee, they would have beat the Milwaukee Bucks. So, you know, I, I understand it didn't look good opening night, but my opinion of Brooklyn really hasn't changed. They deserve a betting favorite. I think they're probably the most likely NBA champion. As a non-sequitur, uh, Moose, please tell me about my dear friend, Stu Finer. How did you guys get to know one another? <laughs> well, honestly, like, I met him through WFAN. Uh, you know, I, I never I never met Stu outside of, of FAN. He started calling uh, – the show with Maggie and I, I know he calls the morning show with Boomer and Geo, and, and all of a sudden, like, he started following me. I started following him. I actually, I don't think I've actually physically met Stu. I've talked to him on the phone. We've done some, you know, exchange on social, as everybody does, but I don't think I've actually ever met Stu Finer. But, yeah, he is a character. It's an experience, least. I tell you what. It really <laughs> is an experience. Well, he, can you prepare me? What's it like when I first meet Stu? What's it going to be like? What am I in for? He makes a loud, like, hey, baby, and he, like, gives you a huge fu- – You look at you, you beautiful SOB. Like, look at you, and he'll give you a huge <laughs> hug. You've, I've never seen anyone with a better-looking face in my entire life. Let's take a selfie, puts it on Twitter. I mean, he'll, <laughs> Stu Finer makes you feel like you are the most important person in the world. He'll bring you goodies, you know, some uh, – Oh, that's great. You know, all I know. kinds of yeah, paraphernalia. I was walking through the newsroom today, and there's Stu Finer shirts all over the place. He sent us all books, all autographed and personalized. Yeah, I mean, those are good people, though. When they make you feel good, I mean, that's yeah. a good thing. I think he got me tickets to the Fugees, too. I'm waiting to waiting to hear whoa, back. Whoa, whoa, I need to meet Stu as well. What the uh, heck no, is going on around here? He's the best. Here? He's the best. <laughs> Moose, I uh, have bets on two New York teams this weekend, and I'm pretty disgusted with myself. I got the Jets to cover seven against New England, even though it's Belichick going against a rookie quarterback again. And I have the Giants. I did get the hook, three and a half at home, taking on the Panthers. Your thoughts on those two games this weekend? 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's – I think for the Giants, let's start there, Ryan. I, I think when you look at this game against Carolina, uh, I think this is a game that's going to kind of uh, be on Patrick Graham, their defensive coordinator, and obviously on Joe Judge. The offensive line for the Giants is a disaster. they got two tackles in Solder and Perth. They really can't play all that much. Nate Solder's over the hill. He's supposed to be a swing tackle. Yeah. They really miss Andrew Thomas. You think about – the way the offensive line was supposed to be at the start of the year for the Giants, and they weren't any great shakes. It's going to be a proving ground, but I think four of those five are not going to be playing on Sunday you know, against Carolina. With that, what we've seen with Sam Darnold is he's going to have to give you an opportunity to make, uh, to, to make some picks in the, in the secondary. The problem for the Giants is they've had opportunities against Washington, against Atlanta, against New Orleans, you know, against the Rams, but they don't come up with the interceptions against the Dallas Cowboys and you know, I, I think this is going to be a game in which it's going to be on Daniel Jones. I think Garrett's got to trust Daniel Jones to go out there and make the plays. The Giants are, are really all banged up. I could see that game going either way. The Giants are home. I'd probably side with you. As far as the Jets go, tell me what they're going to do in the first quarter, first half. Right. I mean, they've been outscored in first quarters here, 73-15 to begin the year. Zach Wilson saw the Patriots early in the regular season. He threw four interceptions. Yeah. So the Jet defense has actually played pretty well and done their fair share. The question is, as Salah talked about going into the bye week and coming out of the bye week, their focus as an organization was to get the offense going. I'd probably take the Jets plus the points. I probably would agree with you. I don't know if I love it. It's not my favorite play when you look at the NFL Sunday slate, but I think they can hang with the New England Patriots because I think the Patriots try and do just enough to beat you. And you've seen that with Mac Jones in that ground game. Hey, Moose, really quick, going back to Sam Darnold in Carolina, because those first three games, obviously, they didn't really play anybody, but they went 3-0. and He also had Christian McCaffrey, which is, you know, kind of a big deal since he's 70% of that offense. What have you seen from Sam Darnold the last couple of weeks? Like, do you still believe he could be an NFL starting quarterback? Because we were all like, oh, you got him away from Adam Gase, and he looks good. Last three games, especially last week, man, turned the ball over three times and was bad in the second half of that game. It was great uh, for me. I had the Vikings. Yeah, I mean, I had Minnesota, oh, too. But, but do you think, he, you think he could still be that guy, or, you know, are you just, is he still the same guy that he was in New York? Yeah, I think he's still the same guy that he was at USC, which I think he has a penchant for trying to, you know, to throw into tight windows. And unfortunately, he has he's mistake prone and turnover prone. That's been the issue with him. I, I think. Listen, I think there's a lot of quarterbacks where Christian McCaffrey can make you look good. And I think based on their schedule and the fact that McCaffrey was healthy, I know he got hurt in the Texan game and Darnold played well, but you know it was the Houston Texans. I, I look at it and I say, you know, I, and I was a huge Sam Darnold fan when the Jets drafted him, paid me guilty coming out of USC. I thought he was going to be the franchise quarterback. He's never really developed. He's gotten into some bad habits, you know, with footwork and obviously reading defenses and going through, you know, his proper reads and, and, and going through, you know, and not focusing in on one guy. You've seen that down there in Carolina where you've even seen Matt Rule be critical of, of, of Darnold. So, here, I, I think he's a guy that can play in the National Football League. I think he can start in the National Football League. I think he needs a lot of help around him. Like I don't think I've, I don't think anyone's ever seen Sam Darnold be able to raise his game to where he makes everyone else around him better. And I think obviously that Panther offense clearly misses McCaffrey. Moose, everybody keeps telling me the game of the week in the NFL is the Ravens game against the, the Cincinnati Bengals, and I think that's because the, the slate of football games this week is so garbage. But I will say the game that I'm going to be watching, which everybody should be watching, is the Kansas City Chiefs against the Tennessee Titans. Okay, right now this is a four-and-a-half-point spread in the favor of the Chiefs. Now, of course, after the, the uh, Bills t- took that loss to Tennessee, we all expected that line to swing in the favor of Tennessee, maybe Tennessee plus three-and-a-half. But, no, it continues to favor the Chiefs. And also the total in that game is 57-and-a-half. One thing that I've definitely played in this game 
is the over 57 and a half. That number cannot get high enough for me. Both of those defenses suck. And eventually this uh, offense for the Chiefs has to get better and not drop wide open passes. What is your play on the total on the side in this Chiefs game against the Titans? Yeah, I agree with you. I take the over in the game. And I totally, I mean, the Chiefs, the Chiefs defense is horrendous. Yes. It really is. And the Titans aren't, aren't that much better. So I think you're going to see a case where, you know, both offenses are going to move up and down the field. The key to me in this game is if you like Kansas City, the thing that's done them in is the turnovers, whether it be mm-hmm. off receivers' hands, whether it be bad decisions by Patrick Mahomes, whether it be fumbles by running backs. I mean, they're turning the football over, and they've been their own worst enemy. And I think it's been frustrating for Kansas City because you look at some of those big plays they used to get and have gotten up until this year. Some defenses have been able to take it away, whether it be, you know, and I understand they still have some, but they used to be such an explosive offense. I think you're seeing defenses be able to play them and make them go the long way. Maybe that's been a little bit frustrating. But, you know, if I had to pick a side in the game, I'd take for the total. I'd take the over. I totally agree with you. I'd probably side with Kansas City. Um, mm-hmm. I, didn't like, I didn't like the Tennessee Titans at all for a nickel against the Buffalo Bills, so I was surprised at how well they played. And Henry is an absolute beast. But I'd probably take Kansas City with that number being under a touchdown and win that game. I could see them win that game by a touchdown and in a very, very high-scoring affair. I know that this is kind of a gross, sort of like stinky week in NFL football, but and this matchup is really no better, but one of the games that we were talking about pre-show was the Falcons at Miami. Uh, me and Q are Whoa. both on the Falcons. We I know this We week. are really <laughs> like, this something. is how bad it is, really. Uh, me and Q are both on Atlanta. I think Ryan is on Miami uh, with Tua. He thinks Tua is going to get right. You don't have to tell me whether you like this game at all, but like, if you were to take a side, what would you do? Yeah, I'd probably, you know, it's a kind of a hold the nose special. I'd yeah. probably, uh, you know, I'd probably take Miami in the game, but I don't have a strong play either way. Like you could, you know, I could see either team, either one of these teams winning. Um, you look at Miami, I think with Tua, even though obviously all the rumors swirling about Deshaun Watson down there in Miami and their defense has not played particularly well. Um, I, I do think if I'm looking at it, even though Flores wasn't, didn't put on a, a coaching clinic in London against the Jacksonville Jaguars, I would probably tell you, I would probably take the Miami Dolphins. Um, you look at the Atlanta Falcons, everything's within the 15 yards of line of scrimmage. I think there are plays to be made down the football field on that, on that Falcon secondary. Matt Ryan's got obviously weapons. We saw Kyle Pitts finally, you know, having some, you know, having some, uh, making some plays down the football field, um, you know, a couple weeks ago against the New York Jets. Um, and uh, Calvin Ridley, obviously his health, we know what he is at the playmaking position, but they're really conservative offensively. I'd probably take the Miami Dolphins. I don't love the game. Yeah. It's not one that I'd be playing, but if you're asking me just which way I lean, I'd probably take the Dolphins. Moose, we got about 60 seconds. What are your favorite plays in either college football or in the uh, NFL this weekend? Again, not the best slate, but still it's football. Yeah, you know, I, I like a couple. I, I like the Green Bay Packers. I know it's a touchdown and seven and a hook, but I take the Green Bay Packers. How bad has Jack Del Rio been as defensive coordinator down in Washington? Yeah. He's been downright putrid. Thank you, Aaron Rodgers. I think they yeah, suck. he's been awful. Just say it. I mean, they you've got to do a lot more. I mean, you've got so much talent on that defensive line. What the hell is Jack Del Rio doing? He Blitz! Never, he do should not something. be the D.C. down there in Washington, but I'd take the Green Bay Packers. I'd lay the seven and a half. The other game I like, I know it's a big number, I would take the Arizona Cardinals and I'd lose the football home against Houston. I think name the number. 
Uh, they're undefeated. I was wrong with them. I took the Browns last week against Arizona. Same. I'm not going to be wrong with this one. Houston's terrible. Take this, lay the 17 and a half with Arizona. Completely agree, man. A bunch of veterans that, and I feel like David Coley keeps putting them in terrible situations. Pretty soon, those guys are going to be like, "Screw this, man!" Like we're 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 all playing for that last contract, but it's not worth it. Thanks so much, Moose. Enjoy the games this weekend, man. Thank you, Moose. Thanks, Moose. Hey, thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Have a great rest of the show. That's our guy right there, Mark Malusis, the Moose. You hear him on You Better You Bet. He joins us on the Roman guest line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. 